Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, books, and comics, all in the voice of genre. So this is a continuation of my series on Four Moons or Quattro Lunas. It is a... Quattro Lunas. (laughs) It is a Mexican movie written and directed by Sergio Tovar Velarde. Uh, It's from 2014 and it has four storylines all in different phases of the moon. So I've already covered new moon and full moon and now I am on waning moon. The story that angers me and creates this like just fury inside of me. For the most part, when I watched Four Moons the first time, and then I decided to rewatch it again because I'm the person who watches movies and shows like a billion times. But I decided to rewatch it again because I really wanted to pay attention to certain things in other storylines. Every time Joaquin came on the screen, I just looked at my phone and I had to train myself not to do this while watching for this review because... I want to be honest. I wanted to watch it again and see maybe my feelings have changed. And you know what? I'm probably going to have to watch it when I'm Joaquin's age to see if my feelings have changed then because they have not. So the story of Joaquin. Waning Moon. Joaquin is an older man. He um, is a poet. His wife, uh, he has a wife and three daughters and grandchildren His wife has received a call from a university. It's not the biggest university in the world. It's not the most prestigious university. But they want to honor Joaquin and his artwork and everything. His his poetry, basically. And honor him. And his wife thinks it's a great thing. You know, honor him while he's alive, not dead. He feels like everyone sees him as having one foot in the ground. He's an older man. He is on medication, I guess. You know, it's always, oh, he's so old. Over and over again, being, like, reiterated. Anyway, Joaquin. We're getting to why I really hate Joaquin. Now, I try to keep in mind that he is older. He's from a different generation because that's kind of the point. But he goes to a bathhouse sees a prostitute and like oh god just the way he looked at him i'm just oh god i'm trying to get an image out of my head but he's like how much so the prostitute says 1500 pesos is that right i think it's about that anyway i don't know how much pesos like converts into dollars i'm sorry um but the so joaquin is like well why is it so expensive And it's like, it's the price for you. So Joaquin says to him, well, you're not even that hot anyway. And all that stuff. Uh, Now, if I didn't, like, if before I may have felt sorry, a little bit sorry for Joaquin being like a man in the closet. And because you're from a different generation where you're expected, of course, well, every generation still is kind of expecting, you must be a man, you must have a wife and all that stuff. But he's really from a generation where, you know, being gay would have really, really had him ostracized. So if I would have felt any compassion for him before, it was definitely gone when he that whole scene happened. Because I was just like, then why are you all over him? Why are you staring at him like that? You're drooling, Joaquin. Anyway, so Joaquin 
goes back <laughs> to the bathhouse a day later and asks the prostitute again how much <laughs> and the prostitute says 2,000 pesos I was like 2,000 pesos yesterday you told me it was 1,500 and the prostitute was like yeah that's yesterday's price this is today's price to me I was like I was I was like yo prostitute get that get that coin <laughs> charge him more Joaquin is now with his family and they're talking about uh, Christmas and the fact that he's being honored by the situation, uh, by the university. And his daughters mentioned that instead of buying the grandkids presents, just, just give them money and all this stuff. So he comes back to the prostitute and he says, hey, I was able to get 1,500 pesos, but I don't have the 2,000. So the, the prostitute said, okay, I'm cool with that. We'll, we'll do the 1,500, but you're going to have to, um, we're going to have to do it tomorrow because I've already done my business today. Uh, the prostitute then takes the 1,500 for him and says, basically, you know, you need to hold your spot. So either you give me the money now or tomorrow if somebody else comes before you, somebody else comes before you. So he gives him the money, the prostitute. I wanted the prostitute to not show up. I really wanted him to be robbed. Oh, so so badly. But the prostitute is an honorable prostitute. He is a prostitute who is so honorable. It's just somebody you, oh, what what do they call him again? Uh, A prostitute with a heart of gold. (laughs) The prostitute with a heart of gold storyline. Anyway, uh, I, uh, by the way, I'm going to call him just prostitute for the full length of the episode. Um, in the end, he does say his name. I actually do know his name, but you know, you want to know his name? Watch Four Moon so you can learn his name too. Yes, promoting the movie because I still think people should watch it. I just hate Joaquin and I'll get to more on why I hate Joaquin. Uh, you're, uh, I, this is the real reason I hate him. So, prostitute and Joaquin has sex, and after sex, Joaquin invites prostitute to come to the event where he is being honored for his poetry, and tells him, I will pay you to come to the event. Prostitute says he'll see, because he's actually planning on leaving the country, he's not actually gay. This was, it wasn't even that much of a shocker because I can imagine there being so many prostitutes out there who are, who are gay, not gay, you know, like who are just, you know, you, you, you do what you have sex with who you got to have sex with to get the money to get what you need to do. I, I, I can see that. Um, so it turns out his wife and kid, I believe they say are in the States and he's trying to get back to them. So that's why he's a prostitute because it's the quickest way to earn a lot of money so he can get where he needs to go. Uh, anyway, prostitute with a heart of gold and a sad sob story goes to the event. And the reason why Joaquin wanted him to go to the event, Joaquin wrote a new poem. And oh my God, I hate this man. He's like the definition of an F boy. His wife is sitting there. And his daughters are sitting there and they're so moved by this point. Like, oh, is this point? You, you can see his wife maybe thinking this point is about her or this point is about his life. It's pretty obvious this point is about the prostitute. It's, it's not like obvious like, and then he laid me over and put his... No, it's not that obvious. 
but it, it's about this bird soaring and flying and all that stuff. And it's it's a metaphor to the prostitute. It's the prostitute. So he and the prostitute goes to the bathroom so he can pay the prostitute. The prostitute gives him a free kiss. Um, I think like one of the, th- the rules was the prostitute doesn't kiss. And anyway, he, he kisses him. And prostitute leaves to go meet his family with a copy of the book because he bought the book and got uh, Joaquin to sign it. Now we're going to get into why I really, truly hate Joaquin. The real the real moment that made me go, screw Joaquin. F him. Like, F him. The money that Joaquin came up with <laughs> to pay the prostitute. Notice, remember, I made sure to point out that Joaquin was told by his daughter. He and his wife were told by their daughters to just give money to the grandkids. Well, that's what he used to pay the prostitutes. I sound happy, don't I? I'm just so overjoyed by what Joaquin did. It makes me ridiculously happy. I'm so mad at this man. <laughs> I hate this man. <laughs> I, I, I hate this man. <laughs> I really hate this man. Like... Like, I can, in a sense, understand him being on the DL, the DL, because he's from a different time period. <laughs> like I'm talking, I'm talking like he's from the 18, 1800s or something. But he's different from a so he's from a different social time period. He has a wife, he has a kids, he has a reputation to protect. So I can, in a sense, understand him being on a D on the DL. But he takes money meant for his grandchildren to pay this prostitute. Oh, and how he gets away with it? He just told them that he lost it somewhere. And they believe him because he's old. Are you kidding me? I'm hoping Sergio wrote this character for us to hate because I hate him. And what really grinds my gears actually about the whole storyline. I will say Waning Moon is my least favorite storyline for another reason. It does act as if, uh, well, I mean, they show this old man like yearning for a younger body and yearning for sex. But it acts as if like he's had sex with this guy. So he is now satisfied until he dies. No, he ain't. He probably went back to that same bathhouse the very next day and cheated on his wife again. Found a new prostitute. Oh, I lost more money. (sighs) I'm adding story to a story that hasn't (laughs) ended. But yes, Joaquin's storyline just upset me the entire time. Um, I've said before I have a problem with cheating. Um... I have nothing against prostitution. I'm not going to lie. I actually have zero any problem against prostitution. I feel like as long as it's a career choice that an adult has made at, by their own volition, uh, they have um, protection and what is it? Is it Denmark? Where, where Whatever the country is that has legal prostitution, if it's done in the proper way i mean it's a service provided i guess but then again i also believe in body autonomy so 
that that's mainly it i just believe that people have people have the right to make their own choices of what they want to do with their body um so i have no problem with the prostitute the prostitute is just doing his job you know he's a prostitute he's doing his thing my problem with this storyline solely lies with joaquin it's um even though i do like um the rest of the stories as far as the rest of the stories are concerned i feel like they were done better i feel like when uh sergio tovar velarde i always say his full name because i want to try and get it right i feel like when he was writing joaquin he was just writing what he thinks an old man is gonna be like like uh these are what like the old men i see hitting on young guys do so <laughs> let me write about this I feel like his depiction of uh, the 11-year-old Mauricio, the um, story of the full moon uh, with Andres and Hugo, and the next story we're going to be getting to, Waxy Moon, I feel like those depictions were done way better. So maybe it's maybe it's the fact that he couldn't relate to the older storyline, why it came off the way it did. So maybe that's the problem. But jeez, oh jeez. Joaquin upset me. I think this is actually going to be the shortest one in the Four Moon series because I just want to move on. <laughs> I really don't like Waning Moon. Um, so I've been saying that Four Moons has a 9.5 rating for me because I think all the stories are pretty much really good. But Waning Moon is a straight up 7. <laughs> and... It's not that it wasn't acted well. It was acted well. I feel like um, they did choose really good actors for the entire movie. There are some little awkward bits here and there. But for the most part, everything is acted really well. I really feel like um, the guy who plays Joaquin, he did come off as a dirty old man. He was in a bathhouse to get clean and he was still dirty. (laughs) He was definitely a dirty old man. Oh my gosh, there's a scene where um, the prostitute is like rubbing himself and he removes his towel to expose himself to Joaquin. Again, so much full frontal nudity. There's full, full frontal nudity everywhere, just so you know. But he exposes himself and then covers himself again and keeps rubbing himself to entice uh, Joaquin more. And Joaquin straight up act like tries to go in. Like, he was like, oh, you just show me what you got. Well, let me go ahead and... And the prostitute, of course, stops him and lets him know he needs to come up with money to get a piece of that action. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway. (laughs) I'm going to stop here because I just... I, I don't... I still say watch Four Moons. Um, It's available uh, if you want to watch it for free with ads on Tubi. uh, T-U-B-I. I'll make sure to put a link in the description. If you have Amazon subscription, it is on Amazon. If you don't want to watch the free version because of the ads, it is available on Amazon for $3.99 to rent, $9.99 to buy. And it's also available on Apple for $3.99 to rent, $4.99 to buy. Um, so yeah, those are, uh, some other places you can watch it if you want to watch it without the ad breaks. (laughs) I will say I do enjoy Tubi because it does have a lot of stuff that's not anywhere else because it's mostly like things that are very obscure, a lot of obscure movies and stuff like that. Um, but 
for me when it came to watching this movie I straight up just went to my Amazon because I'm paying for a subscription anyway and I just didn't I don't like movies being um interrupted by ads too often I like to be able to watch a movie at my pace and pause when I want to and not have to hit play and then go oh and we're at ad break so I didn't need to pause anyway great (laughs) so yeah (laughs) that's just me um, but yeah, definitely please uh, follow me on Instagram at Time for VL. Remember, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify and on Anchor.fm slash Time for VL. Uh, oh, you, you remember to comment and let me know if there's any titles you would like me to review. Um, you know, we can introduce each other to some titles, which is always fun. <laughs> Uh, Thank you so much for making some time for BL. I'm JD Young and love y'all. And I hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever it is, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. (laughs) Bye.